MIDI Innovation Vault, Paradigm Shift Required, Infection Prevention, a case study outlining a blue ocean device development approach addressing urgent infection prevention global market needs. In our release of MIDI's Innovation Vault podcast series, listen to MIDI's principals, Christopher Montalbano, Greg Montalbano, and guest experts discuss and explore past, present, future challenges and opportunities for healthcare device technology innovation as applied to infection prevention control. Listen and discover MIDI's unique perspective for far-reaching solutions to our local and global crisis as applied to technology, engineering, and design thinking methodologies for fighting the invisible enemy. Paradigm Shift Required Infection Prevention, a case study outlining a blue ocean device development approach addressing urgent infection prevention global market needs. Part 1. Perception Approaches, Then and Now. We are speaking with Christopher Montalbano. He's the co-owner of MIDI Product Development, and we are talking today about infection prevention, especially in these sorts of times. Chris, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Matt. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. Uh, thanks for being on. Now, you're the co-owner of uh, MIDI Medical Product Development. Just as a quick background here, uh, how did uh, how did you get involved in, in this? Absolutely. Uh, MIDI is a second-generation-owned medical device development firm uh, located right outside of New York City, and it was started uh, by my father. Uh, it's also run as a co-owner with my brother right now. We've been in business over 45 years. And uh, so we assist clients in taking the next step in their device development. Thank you for for that little uh, that, that brief outline there. It's always good so uh, people know exactly uh, where we're coming from uh, and who we're speaking to, uh, especially in situations like this where you know the world has changed in a matter of weeks. You know, we really want to discuss your thoughts as related to the pandemic and infection prevention. You know, and how MIDI's involved with all of that. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, Matt. Um, you know, first let me start by saying that our thoughts and prayers go out to all who have been affected by, you know, this most tragic global pandemic. Uh, the cost to human lives and family structure with the uh, compounded burden of the financial challenges that are ensuing are numerous. And, uh, you know, life has been permanently altered by what's been called the invisible enemy. And, uh, you know, like everyone else, uh, we've all been affected. Living in Working in the New York City area, you know, the one of the American outbreak epicenters has been surreal. Uh, that's one thought that comes to mind. Uh, but prior to the pandemic, uh, one of MIDI's medical device development areas of focus was on the creation of infection prevention solutions in the healthcare setting, meaning hospitals and assisted living facilities. Uh, and we view the most recent events as a call to action at a more rapid and broader scale. We are talking with Chris Montalbano. He's the co-owner of MIDI Medical Product Development, talking right now about infection prevention and how many falls into that. Can you provide a little insight into the top reasons infection prevention was evolving into a high-priority issue within healthcare facilities prior to this even happening? That's a great question, Matt. Um, Within healthcare facilities, what's called hospital-acquired infections, the predominant ones being uh, the top four, C. diff, Candida, MRSA, E. coli. These are all hospital-borne pathogens that cause significant issues in the healthcare environment. And again, those are classified as HAIs. And prior to the pandemic, um, in these healthcare environments, there are multiple reasons 
why you would want to mitigate these hospital-acquired infections. Uh, and, you know, for example, one is apparent and very important, saving lives. You know, patients who have immune-compromised systems in the hospital are at greater risk, at greatest risk. And um, often that's induced through drug treatment. So someone can come in with a strong immunity system, but because of a drug they're being given to cure one thing, it lowers their immunity and, and they become uh, susceptible to these hospital-acquired infections. Um, another reason, uh, just some of the financial side of it on why this was very important to hospitals in addressing the hospital-acquired infections and mitigate them, mitigating them is the um, National average cost to cure hospital-acquired infections per hospital per year is close to $900,000. And also the opportunity cost of that bed not being occupied by a hospital-acquired infection patient is on average around $125,000 per patient. Uh, another point on, on why hospitals were so focused on mitigating these infections is uh, at the end of the year, federal Medicare reimbursement is reduced. So the higher the HAI count for a hospital, the lower the reimbursement. And then of, co of course, lastly, like liability lawsuits and liability insurance escalates and things of that sort. So the reasons are numerous. Uh, obviously the most important one being saving lives, but the, the hospitals are bleeding money in this arena. That $125,000 per patient is a real eye-opener. How was MIDI able to advance the fight against infections in these healthcare settings? Well, uh, infection prevention device manufacturers onboarded MIDI many years ago to define next steps in healthcare arenas utilizing unique technologies. That's, that's part of what we do. We do it for other industries, but one of the big industries we're also into is, is this infection prevention industry. And on one particular program I'd like to highlight, we utilize UVC to kill pathogens, uh, although in a unique format using UVC LEDs. So through the discovery research tool that we utilize as part of our development DNA process at MIDI, we deployed VOC, meaning voice of the customer, and discovered a surface underrepresented in the healthcare arena. Uh, that's disinfecting the soles of your footwear. Because we found that those, the shoe wear was moving pathogens from room to room. So as a result of that initial front-end process and discovering that unmet need, we set off and developed a uh, first a prototype device and then commercialized the device such that it's embedded in the floor, it's thin, it's ruggedized, it's waterproof. You step on it, it has instant on to turn the UVC on, instant and rapid kill and also passively tracks the caregiver's compliance in the cloud, which hospitals found was very important. So our team was quite proud of this particular device. We are talking with Chris Montalbano. He's the co-owner of MIDI Medical Product Development. We're talking about infection prevention today. You know, it, it seems as though the issue of infection prevention, you know, even within a healthcare setting was under addressed based on what you've told me and things of that nature and things that we've we've seen just from results on this. Now, this issue has moved outside of the healthcare setting and into everyday life now and affecting pretty much everyone. What are MIDI's recommendations on next steps? 
That that's a great question, and that's that's something that we really need to think hard about uh, moving forward. It definitely needs to be addressed. You know, we need to reflect upon the the highly trafficked environments that make up our everyday lives. The the next part in our series, uh, because we've been thinking about this, will focus a bit more on that. Although even before we're determining those settings and high vector touch points, as we call them, we need to reflect upon the beliefs, attitudes, and stakeholder perspectives for this particular issue. So such, such considerations like this need to reflect upon the contrast between what it was like then and what it's like now, meaning pre-pandemic and post-pandemic in the infection prevention arena. And this will allow us to most embrace devices that are readily accepted in, in the world moving forward to help with this issue. So just as an example, and our team's been thinking about this intently over, over this pandemic period, infection prevention was, we could say, an afterthought, but now moving forward would be more of a lifestyle. You could also say infection prevention used chemicals more often than not in the past, but moving forward needs to rely more on technology and high technology. You could also say infection prevention involved manual application vis-a-vis chemicals, versus in the future, a more automated or semi-automated approach. Additionally, thinking, and lastly, from an infection prevention perspective, considering in the past it was voluntary and participatory versus in the future being required and ideally passive so that it doesn't interrupt the flow of the person being disinfected. So it's it's almost like you, Matt, you need a paradigm shift in this arena. No, and that makes a lot of sense. And it and it sounds like it sounds as if addressing these new infection prevention approaches will greatly, you know, benefit not just a few people here and there. It's gonna greatly benefit society. Is there anything to be cautious of with these new approaches? Ah, yes. There's always the 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 yin and the yang. Uh and and, and you need to look at both sides of the coin. So, uh, you know, there is there is thought that uh, a weakened immunity system could result, meaning we're reducing our risk of getting sick through these infection prevention means when using sanitizing technology. But over time, could it weaken the immunity system? You know, and, and there have been studies in the past that showed that's a possibility. These are things we need to take into account when addressing the future of uh, infection prevention. Definitely need to consider that. Everything has a sweet and a sour to it. Can you expand a little bit upon how MIDI's development DNA process would initiate a market exploration to address these new infection prevention global market needs? Absolutely. In MIDI, performing a market exploration and comparing and contrasting then and now uh, it will provide directional insight for device development and is a natural part of the discovery research and systems analysis portion of MIDI's development DNA stage development process. So this, this insight would be utilized to discern the next level of device development detail, which is defining what are the target environments and what are the high vector touch points? The, the next part in this series, we'll dive that into that in a, in a little bit more detail, Matt. 
Chris Montalbano is the co-owner of MIDI Medical Product Development. Right now we are talking about infection prevention and um, blue ocean device development approach, addressing urgent infection prevention and global market needs. Now, once a blue ocean market niche is defined, can you expand upon how MIDI's development DNA process would then initiate the device conceptualization with follow-on device commercialization of solutions which address these new infection prevention global market needs? Sure, Matt. Um, you know, so there are true blue ocean market opportunities uh, at our feet in, in addressing infection prevention in ways that have never been explored, considered, or even needed up until now. Uh, once the market niches are defined, MIDI's team of engineers and usability experts tied to their industrial designers have the ability to utilize the conceptualization portion of our development DNA process to define a device, quote unquote, device development roadmap, which addresses the functional cost to manufacture and business requirements of what I'm going to call the golden standard approach, which would be paired with the follow through to execute upon that approach in a rapid, agile product development fashion under MIDI's quality first umbrella. So MIDI is positioned to make a difference here, and we're ready to hit the road running. Now, coming up in part two, we're going to explore environments to protect then and now. This part two will provide important specifics on the protection of high vector touch points and gathering points then and now. Chris Montalbano, he's the co-owner of MIDI Medical Product Development. Chris, thank you so much for a little bit of time today in the middle of all this uh, to give us some some news and, and some stuff we can hang our hat on. Thanks, Matt. And as I tell everyone these days, stay clean. Yes, it's great advice for everyone. Thanks, Chris. Thanks. Thanks.